Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! He's found it down, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound to watch a bandit run. Welcome in Tuesday edition, Three Dudes with a View. I am dude number three, Delk Kennedy. It's a beautiful fall day out. The sun's shining. It's crisp and cool, but going to get warm for the days out. Typical fall weather. Uh, we will have our first frost within the first within the next couple of weeks, no doubt. So uh, summer's over. Winter's coming on. Okay, I woke up again this morning, walked out into the driveway, and there again, once again, a Tesla <laughs> was plugged up to my power pole. Oh, as the world turns. And I had I didn't have anything to park in front of it this morning. So there it is for all my neighbors to see the shame. Oh, Lord. How was your test drive yesterday? Dude number two, Clayton Harris, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, Dale. Good morning. Good and morning. what he's talking about is Carrie Powers came by and offered to give me a, a, a ride, which I accepted in her Tesla. Uh, it, and it, it, it was, I got to admit, I had a lot of fun. Uh, It'll take off on it. It will take off. And uh, the thing about it is, the what I like is the Vista. It's uh, there's nothing. There's no big dashboard or anything, mm. and it, you just got windows all around, and you're sort of up and over the road, and there's no noise. And it's sort of like you're just, you know, we're driving through downtown Columbia, which is beautiful anyway, but it, 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 you're, it's like you're gliding and and watching, and it's silent, and it's just like bit. you're on a roller coaster almost. Well, no, not. I mean, you're just. It's like you're hovering almost, and you can just see wonderfully, and it's quiet, and it's just it's just a vista, you know. I mean, it's it'll it's pin just, you back against your seat too. Yeah, it does that too. And Carrie to couldn't resist once in a while. And, <laughs> and I thought to myself, well, she's not hitting the gas, but it must be the circuit breaker over there. Who knows? <laughs> Dude number one, Mister Jimmy Orr. Good morning, Delk. Look like you have been converted, my friend. Look like know. you are awoke, man. You, you, you describe. You should be on a commercial for the EVs, man. The Vista. I've never heard that before. That that's a great pitch for any EV vehicle that's on sale. You you've been you've been converted. Well, what I don't a, know that. What uh, an epiphany. Oh yeah, maybe I, I wouldn't necessarily say that. I mean, I don't know, but. I mean, I, I don't think it would necessarily follow that all the all EVs, electric vehicles, have that kind of view. I mean, the view is engineered in. I mean, I could easily envision another electric vehicle where they just, you know, they didn't take care to preserve the view, or uh, that wasn't a feature of that electric vehicle. You could you could easily have one with a big dashboard and all that kind of stuff, small windows. Uh, and um, but it's great you buying in, you know. I mean, you're not totally converted, but at least you see the possibility, the potential of having an EV. 
in every household or most households. I'm not Just sure I'd go on. that far, Mr. York. Uh, but, that, you know, I'm pretty peculiar. I mean, I've got my red Toyota pickup truck, which I bought new in 2004. It now has uh, 466,000 miles on it. I'm perfectly happy with it. It's running well. And uh, I see no reason not, not to get another 20 years out of it. So uh, that's uh, <clears throat> Coach Mike Lyle yeah. pitching yeah, here. Yeah, uh, but I was listening this morning as well on the – what was her response to your trip about? Oh, you take this to your ball games or something and, and stuff. You remember her response? Uh, you asked her no, about I, taking, I, it to taking it to Knoxville to the ball games on a trip of any distance and stuff. Well, I asked her. I said, you know, Gary, you've owned this for a while. Do you see it as a practical uh, vehicle, and uh, or is it just a you know a sports car, a toy, or whatever? And she didn't answer it directly, but she said, you know, we took it to Florida one time. And it just wasn't good. She said, I'd rather just pay the gas and not have to stop and charge and all that kind of thing. She says, but on shorter trips around, you know, going to Nashville and whatever. So we really like it. Yeah. So she had some yeah, of a mixed, the range, a mixed uh, answer the, there. Yeah, the range on those things is still around 300 miles, I think, max, three, three, three plus. So it's not a good long-haul uh, vehicle to use. But to shop and to run around short distance, it's excellent, you know, in, in terms of getting you where you need to go. I mean, a vehicle is a vehicle. There you go. Yeah, you, regular you special. we got more you people, folks. You be going folks. to Nashville and you know, run, out of, run out of electricity going to Nashville and pull over the side of the road and be thinking to yourself, wow, I could have had a V8. There you go. Regular special guest dude on Tuesday. Favorite son of Columbia, Ron Hart. How you doing? Good morning, guys. You were showing us uh, a, a view a minute ago. It looked like I couldn't tell what it was. Buckhead. Okay. Oh, gosh. You've gone into the heart of darkness. I thought you'd abandon that. I, I, I come for the uh, restaurants. I stay to fill out the police reports. <laughs> <laughs> That should be their motto. Now, I'm back in town for a few days, meetings and such. Seeing my grandbaby, actually, my fifth one. Wow. Congratulations. I'm a Herschel Walker, but I'm, I'm, I'm on that. If I stay healthy, I'm on that pace. There you go. How, how was Tuscaloosa, Ron? It was fun. Um, it was fun. It was uh, energized, close, too close a game for the, for the Bama fans. But, of course, they, the stadium's unbelievable. One, one takeaway, that poor band. I know there's a big band in Columbia. Tennessee, so but their band tried to play at halftime and other times because the stadium sound is so good. It's like being at a rock concert. The band sounded like elevator music. You know, the million dollar yeah. band, which is kind of funny because the inflation, a million dollar band will maybe get you a trumpet section now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was it was fun. Uh canceled the trip over to Ole Miss this weekend because they, they go off at noon and you can hardly get you drunk on by then, so that's not worth it. It's 11 o'clock Central Time at Ole Miss, but they go over to the Alabama Ole Miss game. They may end up being a good game. Of course, the big game this weekend is Tennessee, which I'm surprised Tennessee's, you know, uh, underdog by nine. I was kind of interested because Bama didn't look good, and Tennessee did, so I'm surprised at that line, but uh, I mean, know, at Tennessee. The University of Tennessee, I mean, th- this, this town, this middle Tennessee is starting to just go crazy they uh the big orange is back in their view and gonna beat bama this weekend now clayton i heard a rumor uh that bucky Rowland has got a new program going uh out at the jail to raise money for the sheriff's children's uh christmas charity uh he will sell you an orange jumpsuit 
for $50. All proceeds go to the Children's Fund, the Sheriff's Children's Fund. Uh, you can have your choice of solid orange or orange and white stripes, whatever suits your fancy. So contact Sheriff Roland uh, uh, right now. These are There will be a limited supply of these things, but uh, I'll you'll, take, have, I'll take, you'll have something to wear for the game. I'll take the uh, Jalen McCullough replica uh, outfit for this weekend. So uh, if he's got one out there, I'll, I'll take one of those. All right. I've, I've, that's, yeah. that, that's the safety that got arrested on Sunday. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. You see it back in. You know they're back when they're getting arrested for felonies. Yes, sir. <laughs> I just hope it's a good game. You know, third, fourth quarter win, not, not blow out in the first half of the first quarter. Oh, it'll be a good game, Mr. York. All right. And again, we, it's our pleasure to have with us a regular special guest uh, on this show and a friend of this station, uh, Scott Specky, state representative. How are you doing, Scott? Uh, very good. You guys are in very rare form today. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's yelling yet. This game is going to get mentioned every day, I'm sure, up until Saturday. I mean, because it's all everybody's talking about. Well, you know, Mr. York, I do agree with you. I hope that this game is close into the fourth quarter. I don't, I don't, I don't want Bama to come in and get blown out. I mean, it's kind of pointless. <laughs> <laughs> that would do a lot of Tennesseans good, though, if they were blown out in the first quarter. I'll tell you what, uh, Governor Lee is very nervous about this football game. I had a conversation with him the other day. He's worried that if Tennessee would blow out Alabama, um, you know, Josh Heupel could run as an independent for governor. So oh. say, wait, He's an Auburn guy. Yeah, uh, and There's a job coming open down there if the governor doesn't work out. So. Boy, if Tennessee beats them, those Alabama people would be so mad. They haven't been that mad, so they put Sudafed behind the counter. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you got a lot of Tennessee's Alabama fans, though, and, and, and that that will be I'm an one inter- of them. interesting mix. I'm a closeted Bama fan. I mean, if they don't bleed orange, they bleed in, um, red. You know? Yeah, and and none of us are just dyed in the wool oranges, you know. And lousy, they are out there. And we ought to get one on because that is the the vibe that's going on in this town. Oh, it's right a now. Fre- we woke up this morning just like yesterday, and you could smell mothballs all across Middle Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, I was also Saturday Saturday morning, Deck. I was up at your mighty Vanderbilt Commodores homecoming briefly before we, we flew over to Tuscaloosa. But we we were at the Doors game, and I said jokingly on Huckabee, I said, "You know, I was going to go to the game, but I had my two Vanderbilt tickets sitting on my dashboard. Somebody broke in my car and." put four more up there <laughs> yeah yeah and you were on huckabee this last week were you not yeah yeah it was great ron are, are, uh, are you talking to grad too trey Haggerty or trey somebody secretary of state was on there too nice guy trey, you, you probably know him scott so trey somebody trey, trey hargett trey hargett. hargett yeah yeah they talked about election integrity now ron you said uh, you said vanderbilt tickets you mean tennessee west <laughs> Tennessee West. Yeah, you can recognize a homecoming float and play for, Alabama, uh, for, for uh, uh, Vanderbilt. <laughs> Poor old Vanderbilt. Of course, I'm a Vanderbilt grad. And, you know, we we just – the thing about it is, folks, we we never got used to winning, and so uh, it just it just doesn't get under our skin very much. You know, I mean – It's kind of hard to fill the football team. you got to have 1,600 SATs to get in there. <laughs> That's true. Well, it's not that steep, but it's uh, it's pretty close. Yeah, I know. Pretty close. Scott Specky, what's going on in state government, man? Well, I want to give you an update. I haven't been around for a while. Well, we got two minutes, so you want me to? 
Well, let me keep going, or you want to well, we take can, a break? We, we keep going to the other side. Just not, yeah, not give us two minutes worth, and we'll do some more on the other side. Uh, first of all, don't forget uh, the county commission will be needing, meeting next Monday. Uh, I believe it's 6 o'clock over to the county commission building. Um, it will be discussing the Jackson Law. Uh, Mayor Butt has made that proposal to implement the Jackson Law here for Murray County to give them more control, more local control over landfills being put into Murray County. So that'll be a very important uh, debate that uh, that we see coming forward. I believe that bill has to pass, that bill, that resolution has to pass by a two-thirds majority to go into in the, effect. In the commission? In, in the commission. Okay. So that'll be very interesting to see what that is. Um, so if you have anything to say about that or about landfills in our community, I would suggest that you show up and get there early because there will be limited seating. And our good friend Sheriff Rowland will make sure that the uh, fire marshal does not get involved in that in that whole episode. Uh, one thing that's very concerning to uh, um, um, some of us up in Nashville is this issue with DCS and children. All right, that's the Department of Children's Services. The Department of Children's Services. They, they've got kids that are in their custody that they don't have beds for that are sleeping in their offices. Okay, so these are these are kids that for whom the Department of Children's Services is looking for a foster placement. Is that is that's that correct? The case? That's okay. correct. All and, right. and so we're trying. Uh, we're working, trying to be very creative with this to try to figure out ways to get these kids in, in, into good homes. Um, we've also talked to the department about, uh, you know, if, well, if now, someone... Now Scott, let me, let me interrupt just a minute because I want to I fully understand the picture, and I know our listeners do. Now, I, I do know that out here by the Murray County Jail, there is a substantial juvenile detention center. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I've, I've had some clients incarcerated out there. Uh, it's a pretty substantial center. So, are, are, you know, why, why couldn't these children go to the detention center? Are they are they children who are uh, uh, the court hadn't? I guess, are they sort of like in between status? The court's not ruled that they are, are so dangerous or uh, out of control that they need actual detention in an institutional type facility, but. So short of that, they need to be in a community setting. Is that what we're talking about? I'll give you that answer when we come back. All right, let's do it. Parks Motor Sales is Middle Tennessee's home for the best GMC vehicles on the market. Visit Parks at 919 Nashville Highway and test drive truck favorites like the GMC Sierra or Canyon. Or try a popular SUV like the GMC Acadia or Terrain. Parks also has a wide variety of certified pre-owned vehicles for every need. At ParksMotorSales.com, you'll see an extensive inventory, their latest deals, and servicing options. Shop Parks Motor Sales once and you'll agree. Parks, GMC, we are professional grade. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. 
A while back, I told you a story about Packer, our mascot, that Don found in the garbage truck after someone had thrown her out. Well, since then, I've been asked several times about Packer. Is she a dog or is she a cat? I guess I never thought to say, but she's a pit bull mix. And you can see a picture of her sitting in the driver's seat of Don's service truck on our website, garbagemaninc.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. This is Estate Plan Stan, and I'm hosting a free estate planning seminar on Saturday, October 15th at 10 a.m. right here in Columbia at the Memorial Building. We will talk about wills, trusts, and how to protect your life savings from the high cost of the nursing home. If estate planning is still on your to-do list, don't miss this free event in Columbia. Join me on Saturday, October 15th. Call 931-363-7222 to RSVP or visit estateplanstand.com. And I am Estate Plan Stan. He's bound to die, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound to watch a bandit run. Folks, welcome back to 3 News with the Tuesday edition. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three, dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. How's that tooth? Clayton Clayton had a bad tooth yesterday. Went, went, he, he went, I mean, on a 911 visit to the dentist. I, I, I'm not going to tell the audience where I went to, but it was a disaster. Uh, they literally did not do anything for me other than... 
do a bunch of tests and tell me they tried to. I felt like I was at a car dealership. Yeah, uh, they sat down with me at the end and said, uh, "This is what needs to be done." And then they gave me this uh, huge estimate that uh, I'm just not going to pay. I'm just uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm going to try again later in the week down here at our friends and. Uh, Try to get it taken care of. You could, always, you could always do what Tom Hanks did in Castaway with the ice skate. I'm not at that point yet. <laughs> so, well, it depends. I mean, if Alabama gets beat by 20, you might be at that point. <laughs> this is my week, oh, man. Baby. This is my week. This is how it's going to go. This is. I can't oh, wait till Friday. If it all right, Scott Specky, state representative, friend of the station, special <laughs> guest today. How you doing, Scott? Good. Hey, let me uh, let me get back to that question you asked me about DCS. Right, let, me, let me get the dudes introduced, and let's do that. Uh, dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. Regular Tuesday special guest, dude, favorite son of Columbia, uh, Ron Hart. How are you? Good morning. You know how the uh, dental school is in, is in Memphis, not Knoxville, right? There, there weren't enough teeth in Knoxville to support one. <laughs> oh, me. Oh, me. Now, yeah, you, are accurate. you are accurate with that, Ron. More people in Tennessee have dentures than any other state. Is that real? Mr. Number York, one. how did you pull that, that fact that, out? That is, that is ax- absolutely Rachel Maddow say that? That's, <laughs> that's got to be Maddow. fake news. That's I, fake news. Who knows? That's the percent. Forty million people, California doesn't have more dentures than a state with was Tennessee. Seven million, Seven million. I don't know. Did the y'all percentage see... is greater in Tennessee than any other state. Did y'all see okay. that? Did y'all we'll see that picture that. of Hunter Biden smiling? I mean, I have seen methods before. They, they just they lose their teeth. <laughs> I mean, he 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 has no teeth. His teeth are like little stubs. Yeah, the, think, that's no, where the meth is. What? The meth has just melted fixed. his teeth. Yeah, what's that? They got him fixed at one point. Are they back bad now? I don't know when this picture was taken, but it I mean, an old picture. I've seen plenty I mean, of meth heads in my life. Uh, and I've, yeah. I've never anybody, seen one. Anybody that uses meth gets a lot of that that tar on their teeth, and it tears up all the dentine and just rots the teeth. I mean, it. Yeah. It's it. Oh, what a what a what a photo! I mean, it's, I can't get it out of my head. Is that the, right. is, that's the definition of a tangent, right there, gentlemen? There you go. That's a tangent. <laughs> All right, Scott's Scott's picky. Uh, state representative for. Uh, let's see that. Does your district now take in? All of Columbia, pretty much, yes, sir. The city, basically. yes, city limits, yes. And then the eastern, eastern side of uh, thirty-one. If you're going north, and the eastern side of Campbellsville Pike, as you're going south. There you go. All right, you are about to tell us about the foster care situation. But I, but I, rep- I represent almost all of Murray County for another nineteen or twenty days. So there you in, go. until the election. Um, so we're talking about DCS. Uh, one of the things we're having concern is serving as a member of the, of the insurance committee, which also deals with health too. Um, we've got these youth that are have been brought into the DCS system, and they're awaiting placement. Either the court has said they have to go to a, te- a detention center, or they're a candidate for foster care, or they're a candidate for mental health interd- interdictions, and there's no place for them to go right now. And so what's happening is we're finding this across the state because my phone's been ringing from DCS agents that they're actually sleeping in the offices. Right, Department of Children's Services and needing foster care. And these mm-hmm. these are kids who are somehow entangled in the court system. Correct. And, uh, and, and they need foster care. And so we're trying to get them from a bad situation to a, a better situation. Um, and there are those, like we've talked about, too, that are in a bad situation and they're just bad 
that are going to wind up in a bad, a worse situation where they're going to have to go to a, a detention center uh, because they have committed something very, very bad. And so those kids, they're having problems placing them in our, in our detention centers. We have one here in Murray County that's run very well. Uh, very good facility. Yeah, it's a it's a good facility. It's, it's a large facility. Large I don't know facility. what its capacity is, but, but we're having trouble. Juvenile detention. I, I mean, a, a hard facility like a, aka jail for juveniles. For juveniles, and but we have kids in there right now that are a candidate for foster care, but we can't find homes for them. And so I, and, I, and I, so they're 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 kids where the court has found that they are not so dangerous to themselves or others that they. Uh, that they don't need to be in detention and would be better served toward getting their life back together by being in a foster situation. And that's the key. What you said there, Delk, is they could possibly get into a better situation in life that could turn their life around, and instead of winding up in a prison somewhere, they could wind up as a productive citizen in our society. Right. And that's the and goal. that's because uh, the other thing, Delk, the parents, uh, you know, they're in foster care because of adults, not necessarily because of their own doing. And, and Scott, I'll tell you, we we frequently have Callista Barberi on here with mm-hmm. Youth Villages, and they they operate in the state system to, you know, provide they they work with Department of Children's Services to receive foster care kids, and and uh, Callista's job is to uh, recruit and train potential foster parents, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's an interesting conversation. That's that's a conversation that we all need to start to have, is especially with what we know what happened with Roe v. Wade. In about nine months, we're potentially going to have eight thousand, eight thousand more children go into our p- potentially DCS system, which could just bring the whole thing to a grinding halt. And so we're working on different solutions to that up up in the uh, Nashville and the General Assembly, trying to make sure that we're prepared for that, that we give these kids the best opportunity to succeed in their life when they are born and that they are put up for adoption or they are put into state's custody, that we have uh, we have places for them to go, including looking at when you talk about adoption. Um, I'm 56 years old. My wife is a little bit younger than me. But we would not be a candidate right now for adoption because of our age. And one would argue, and I've argued this with the uh, with the children's services people, is that you know being 56 years old, raising two children, having a stable life, having a stable home life, it might be a good place for these kids to wind up. So don't automatically disqualify people because they're older. Let's let's make sure that we have places, good homes for these kids to go. And so we're trying to get that revamped too. That's, that's you know, it, it seems to me though that that age might be a factor on adoption, but on foster care. I, Oh, it seems like anybody could do that. Uh, I hope so. That, that could be a factor, too, because, you know, let's face it, as as a senior citizen, and, and you're approaching that, Scott, you don't have the energy to deal with the youth of today. And that there's a lot of homes that have grandparents taking care of kids, and sometimes it's not a good outcome. So, you That's know, a factor they too, don't want to put their kid in that mm-hmm. same situation. All right, well, so, Scott, what's the what's the – Bottom line, what's the legislature considering? What can be done with DHS and these kids sleeping in hallways and offices? Well, we're looking to do uh, private-public partnerships to create, because one thing we have is we have the ability to help with grants, to be able to expand expand facilities in the state of Tennessee, uh, working with uh, uh, mental health facilities. Some of these kids have mental health issues that need to be addressed. Uh, we're potentially looking at something with Pinewood Springs, which is right right here in Murray County, to do a partnership with DCS, with corrections, to provide uh, mental health facilities for these kids to go to, to help them that are struggling with issues to be able to get the help they need to get their lives back in order. So um, potentially what you may see is that pilot happen here in Murray County. 
have the success that we hope it will, and then the General Assembly would come in and do private-public partnerships across the state of Tennessee to make sure that we have facilities available for people who need the help that they, they need to get. And, and you know, I, uh, go ahead, Ms. Short. I was going to say, Scott, how many defunct motels are in the state of Tennessee that could be renovated to house those kids? Well, I, I don't know if that would work, Mister York. Have you, if you if you've ever get a I don't, if you get a chance, go go over to Pinewood Springs, and they'll be happy to give you a tour. It is the most what's the word I'm looking for? It is the most unsecure looking building you've seen. That's extremely secure because these kids have to have they have to have a secure they have to have a secure um, um, facility to make sure they don't get out. So when they get admitted in, they're admitted in. But it doesn't look like you're in a correctional facility or or a hospital. It looks like you're just in a room. Like, like well, I'm not talking room. about the kids that need detention. I'm talking about those kids that need foster care. Look mm-hmm. at look for motels that have been abandoned or not really doing uh, what they might consider successful business and convert those motels into a facility for the youth to live in. We are in a situation, Ms. York, that that all all ideas will be considered because we have these kids, like I said, a potential of 8,000 more kids being put into the system here in July coming up that we have to have. We have to be, be prepared for that. And the problem we have in Tennessee is, remember, we're a part-time legislature. We're only going to be in from January until mid-April-ish. Well, when this is going to hit, nine months, obviously, is around June, July. So we'll be out of session when this starts to hit. We need to make sure that we are proactive on this on the front end. Well, and, and Mr. York, I, I, I've practiced in the juvenile system over the years, um, and, and it's a little different. The goals, you know, the goal always in the juvenile system is to try to solve the problem. You know, if it's a parental problem, uh, if it's a problem with the juvenile uh, so it's, it's a mental health problem with the juvenile, mental health problem with drug addiction with the parents. Uh, try to solve the problem. Try to get that youth uh, straightened up and on a course to have a productive adult life. And like Scott mentioned, everything that's done in juvenile court is on a continuum. Mm-hmm. And generally what the juvenile court is trying to do is to provide the least restrictive means to address the problem. Whether that be the behavior of the youth, the uh, drug addiction of the parents, whatever. And so, Pinewoods, you've got to look at the options available, hopefully, to the juvenile judge as a continuum uh, that goes everything from, you know, uh, conditionally placing the child back with the parents, uh, where there's just some supervision there and the problem's going to get solved all the way up to actual hard detention in a secure jail-like facility, which we have here in Murray County out next to the jail. Uh, Pinewood Springs sounds like it's sort of in between on that continuum. It's designed to make the youth uh, feel like they've got some uh, control themselves over their situation uh, and can work toward uh, uh, solving their problems in a uh, in a constructive way, but yet it doesn't feel like they don't feel like and they aren't behind bars, which has its own psychological and and uh, affects uh, the attitude of the child. So you know this this is this is a problem and um, 
It, it's, it's a problem. I've, I've it seen it, and it's hard. So ho- hopefully we'll be able to have uh, real good discussions this uh, January coming up. We're doing it right now, making sure we have solutions in place that when we get to January, we can pass legislation to make sure that we're able to take care of the kids in Tennessee. There you go. Uh, All right. What else is going on with legislation? Law enforcement. So you brought up uh, the, sh- the sheriff's department and, uh, and Sheriff Roland. I'm sure he'll be very happy to hear this. Uh, some of the things that we've done recently, um, we've added 100 additional Tennessee highway troopers funded by the state to help with uh, human trafficking and fentanyl in- introduction, I- interdiction. Uh, $30 million to support recruitment and retention bonuses for newly hired officers. $24 million in state funding to support local law enforcement access to basic training and onboarding costs. Uh, increased the frequency of training for new recruits and transfers from out of state. Uh, a network. We were created a net, state network of correctional officer training programs in partnership with our TCATS and community colleges and over $4 million in professional development programs for local correctional officers. But the thing we've also done is for our local sheriffs, and I'm sure Sheriff Rowan would love to hear this, uh, Governor Lee, we just, uh, Governor Lee just launched a $100 million violent crime intervention fund for local law enforcement. All local law enforcement will receive some type of money, but uh, uh, hopefully Sheriff Rowan will, 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 and I'll make sure he gets this, that they will have the opportunity to apply for a grant from the state for the uniqueness because the things that law enforcement face in Nashville are different than they face in Murray County or different from the face in Tipton County. And so Sheriff Rowland can uh, ask for grant money to come down from the state to help for what Murray County specifically needs to make our community safer. And so I applaud Governor Lee for coming up with that $100 million of state funds that we can use to help making our community safer. There you go. That's um, hey Scott. The last time you gave us a big, big news reel, it was on uh, the broadband, and actually, you said the money came from surplus, but mm-hmm. it actually came from COVID recovery. Where is all this money coming from uh, to to put into the to system to aid departments uh, that you just outlined? State surplus, sir. Again, surplus? $3.8 billion, Mr. York. That's the way. Is, that's is that way. what we got in surplus? Yes, sir. That's conservative values. But you use recovery money for the broadband. How's that coming? Well, I don't think we've used broad. I don't think we've used recovery money for the broadband. That was state money that we funded ourselves in our budget. Well, that's what the news said. Don't believe everything you hear in the news, Mr. York. Okay. You need to. Right. You know what you need to do? You need to build Brett Favre's daughter a volleyball. Yeah, yeah that's what we, that's yeah, York, what we need to do. Mr. York, you have been gnawing on that bone for six weeks now. <laughs> you just can't stand it if it's not federal dollars. No, and, well, it is federal dollars, and that's what well, I'm saying. Not not to, give me the truth. Don't when give you, me some when, BS when, about when, the state. Hey, where, where, where is, why are you gnawing on that bone? That's fundamental just, problem with COVID dollars. Because we need representatives to give us the truth. You don't need them. You have to spend them. Well, that's the problem. He is giving us the truth. All right. Not when not when the information comes out that the states by the state going to use $500 million from COVID recovery money. Why is it so important to you that those be federal dollars? It just astounds me. Why don't people say they're taking federal funds? Well, Ms. York, what it tells me is that you and all other Democrats are in favor of a socialistic um, dictatorship. That's where you you want this country to go Venezuela. You can't do anything without leave of the dictator of the federal government. That's what you want. That's what the Democratic Party wants. We'll take a break and we will come back. The Republicans' right request for money for social programs. 
is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Hello, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Men, this is for you. Stop and listen. Every woman has a secret desire to have diamonds. I can say this because I am a woman. When I put on my ring or put on my earrings that my husband gave me, I feel special. Stop by Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia or Lewisburg. Let us help you find a special diamond just for her. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. And they never heard from him again. Now that's scary. But listen to this one. It was a dark and dreary night. The man pulled into the convenience store parking lot. The lights flickered as he crept toward the counter and saw the new Halloween jumbo box. But he left without buying one, missing his chance at $75,000. That's terrifying. I know, right? Scare up some fun this season with a new Halloween jumbo box. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Paul has risen. Soon I will satisfy my thirst for a win. And there is only one way to do it. By playing the new October Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Fly by your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer for some instant fun. I'll meet you there. You can count on it. (laughs) With October Instant Games, you could sink your teeth into top prizes of up to $500,000. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Get ready for cold weather with Hiller's Happy HVAC Comfort Bundle. Keep your family warm inside and out. Bundle an HVAC replacement system with a germicidal UV light and an extended 10-year warranty, and we'll include a free solo stove. Or get a free solo stove when you buy a whole home generator or water filtration and descaler. Plus, we're offering special zero-interest financing for up to 12 months. Book online at happyhiller.com today. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound to watch a bandit run.
We're back. Three news with a view. Tuesday edition. Ron Hart Day. My name is Elk Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? Doing well, Doug. Good morning, everybody. All right. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. And let's see. Regular special guest dude on Tuesday. I think he's here. Ron Hart, you there? Hey, am I here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I've got is right. a... I don't have a, a video of you, but I can hear you. Man, it's probably better. You're better off for it. All right, the um, Ron. This week, you write about something that's that that has had my attention for some time. That you know, when we were growing up, the Republicans were considered the warmongers, and the Democrats were the peace party. Uh, they were the ones, you know, the, the iconic pictures of the hippie putting a flower into the gun barrel of the soldier, the American soldier. And now it's flipped. The Democrats are warmongers, and uh, uh, the Republicans are the are the peace party. And <clears throat> you've written your column about that this week, um, but and and it fits right in with this. What's her name? Tulsi or Chelsea Gabbard? Tulsi Tul- Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard. Ron agrees with you, and. She resigned from the Democratic Party today. And listen to what she has to say. I can no longer remain, and she, this, this to me fits. I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party that is now under complete control of an elitist cobble of warmongers driven by cowardly wokeness who divide us by racializing every issue and stoke anti-white racism. Bingo. Ron, what about it? What a well, yeah! I mean, she's she's uh, arguing for a VP spot. She's sharp. I, I like. She came about it honestly. She's ex-military, so she's seen what goes on in the military, and it's just not what it used to be. We haven't, you know, we, we get goaded in all these wars since World War II. I mean, the Vietnam War is based off government lies, CIA lies, the government talking. I mean, we get goaded in that uh, worthless war. I mean, we're buying clothes weapons and, of mass you know, destruction. It, yeah, just total total lie. Uh, yellow cake, Bush, uh, Cheney, and and the CIA again. Yellow cake, uh, you know, the weapons of mass destruction in the Middle East. We got to go fight these countries, hapless countries. We lose, you know, you know, spend a trillion dollars and, and you know lose you know, ten thousand or more lives plus hundred thousand people with PTSD for what? You know, to rule the rubble if you win. I mean, so we get goaded in these wars, and, and it has to do a lot with these Democrats now who are part of the military industrial complex. I mean. I said in the column too, you know, Biden. He was, you know, it was fine when Trump was in. There was no wars going on. He was at peace with, you know, Russia and 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 also with um, North Korea, and Taiwan was not an issue. And all of a sudden, you know, the, the, under Obama's watch, they take Crimea, and now under Biden, they sense weakness and they go into Ukraine. So, and and then and then North Korea shooting missiles over there. So I mean, they they sense weakness and and. You know, Reagan was whole idea was you know uh, peace through strength, right? Yeah. So just be ready to fight if you have to, but not being goaded into every little conflict around the world. The the, the model is to vilify the leader of the country, Putin, Ho Chi Minh, you name it. You know, you vilify you know Gaddafi, uh, you vilify the leader, get everybody mad at him. Hey, he's so terrible. He's so terrible. And then you justify invading the country, and 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 we just waste our resources, our treasure, our blood. And for no reason, we got no strategic reason to be in these wars of choice. I can't agree more, Ron. You were on Huckabee this last week. What'd you have to say? Well, he's fun. I really enjoy. Uh, it's on my Facebook page. Look at it. It was good. He does the news and some other things. I'm starting to do more and more with him. He's a great guy. Great studio up there in um, 
Twitty City, the old Twitty City. That's where they record the show, and it's uh, it's well done. It's as good as you know Fallon and the Tonight Show in terms of production production quality up there, and it, it does a real good job. So yeah, I just joked about uh, you know I said uh, you know Biden you know paid a visit uh, you know, ceremonially paid a visit to the tomb of the unknown voter. That's <laughs> one of the one of the lines there, and then uh, you know some other stuff. So you know he's kind of run down the column yucks and we talk about things and you know he's he's a little bit more religious right than i am and i'm more libertarian but we get along very well yeah all right well and i forgot to tell folks i think uh, scott specky is still with us our state representative at least he's for the for the eastern end of murray county and all of uh, columbia the the western end of murray county will be represented um uh, by kip capley i would guess uh yeah, I think, I think he, he does true. have Kip Kapley is the Republican nominee for that district, which takes in Western Murray County, uh, a lot of Lawrence, Wayne, and a portion of what McNary down Harden. there, a portion of Harden down there. Uh, but uh, and he did have a Democratic opponent, but I, that that opponent seems to abandon the field, as far as I can tell. Um, and. Uh, but if you're in Columbia or eastern Murray County, then Scott Spicky uh, is your state rep. Uh, well, that's so, yeah. Ron, what do you think? Uh, go ahead, Ms. York. I was going to ask Ron, since he's an expert on foreign affairs, how would you suggest that America deals with all the global problems that deal with military intervention or potential of military intervention? Unless we have a strategic interest that come after us, we got nothing to do with them. You, you can't. Where has been the last time we've intervened in another country that the outcome was good? I, think I, I can't think of it. That, I the think silence many is that yeah. the outcome was good. You know. Oh, I don't know. Maybe when it's we invaded Grenada years well, ago. Well, so. one could argue that us, you know, making getting Saddam back out of Kuwait was good, giving the freedom back to the Kuwaitis. Now, after that, then you could argue the issue of, you know, did we go far enough? Did we not go far enough? What? But Kuwait. Yeah, that was the quick war, though. We were in and out in the weekend, right? right. So, I mean, if we, if we need to do drone or strategic strikes, fine, whatever. But I just, we just don't know what's right. We don't know what's right for ourselves half the time. I don't know how we know what's right for these other countries. Hey, Ron, let me ask there's, you. There's the, Ron, let me ask yeah. you a question. So, you know, I spent two years down in Venezuela when it was a republic down there. And I tell people all the time how beautiful it was. And here we sit with Venezuela with, what, the second or third largest oil reserves in the world. And they're having to, you know, import all their drinkable water right now. Do What about Venezuela and freeing the people in Venezuela to get that, that, that country back as an ally to us? How do you free them? Invade them. Well, I mean, what you do, I mean, the people down there, I mean, there <laughs> Republican are. Republican invade? There are protests. We did, that South, we did that in South Vietnam. That didn't work out. I mean, I, I, mean, I think you can just look. Well, I, South I America is different, days, though. I, think, I mean, the Monroe Doctrine, the whole thing, and we seem to have. Yeah, I think you become them. a beacon of freedom. I, I think them let, let them, you know, the great shining city on the hill, let them understand what it can be like. It has to be internal. I don't think you can fight other people's wars. We are not Reagan's country anymore, Ron. We are not Reagan's country anymore. What what are we, Biden's? Where where he's confused? No, we're we're some some despot running around, running his chap, you know? Well, Ron. He he goes to the G8 summit. They they were talking about getting F-15s for the Ukrainians. And, 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 you know, at the G8 summit, they hear here's G8 and F-15. He yells bingo. 
Well, there's a G7 meeting today, so we'll see what's going on. So, and there's no, there's absolutely nothing heroic about a 79 year old man all of a sudden willing to die for his country. So, well, why not? But why? We're not being invaded. We got these you two know, great if, oceans. If Let's someone their own dies business. for their country, I consider it an, an honor. There are many no, people who what died it is. for this country and, and didn't benefit from anything, but they died for the country. I consider That's it an honor. That's the whole point. Didn't benefit, didn't benefit for anything. Stop politicians in Washington, D.C., putting our kids at war, stupid wars we can't win or don't win or uncommitted to win. We leave all our equipment in Afghanistan, the Taliban. We left, you know, almost a, you know, a half trillion dollars worth of equipment over there for the Taliban. We're, we're, we're not good at it, Mr. York. Let's you know, just we tend our own business good. protect we're, our shores. We Ron, might not be good at it, but we're doing the best we can. Hey, Ron, it takes, it takes me back, though, to, to 2016. You know, I had heard the term neocon, neocon, for 20 years, and I never understood what it was about. Well, that's the neocons were warmongers, and the Bushes uh, and the Cheneys and all those, and the John McCains were the head neocons, the head warmongers. And they had a solid lock on the Republican Party up till 2016. And if you even talked about uh, America being isolationist, as you said, using those two great oceans on either side to protect us, and unless something came across the ocean, then we had no business messing with it. And if you talked about that, you would be shouted down as a heretic and drummed from the Republican Party. And what Trump did is drum, and and I didn't know what the neocons were until in the middle of the 16 election, 200 of them, including all the usual, you know, McCain's, Bush suspects, uh, wrote, you know how they do, one of these one of these open letters to the New York Times, and they said that they didn't like Donald Trump because he believed that the purpose of the American military was to protect the American people. Okay, well, think well, about yeah. that for a it's minute. The Department of Defense. If, if, if the if the Department purpose of defense, they, they're criticizing. He says they they don't like Trump because he believes that the person the the function of the American military is to protect the American people, and therefore they were against him. Now, think about it, folks. Think about it. If the purpose of the American military, in their view, is not to protect the American people, then what is it? To rule the world. Which Trump's is exactly what they wanted to do with the American military, Trump's and view was to you know, I'm himself. sure, I'm sure that you know, I'm sure that Hitler thought that if he ruled the world, it would be a better place. Nobody who wants to rule the world is a good person. And well, the the obvious question on Hitler was what is a little different than these other wars we, we get goaded into. Hitler was marched across Czechoslovakia, Poland, heading toward our ally England, bombing London. I mean, that was, that was a clear guy, you know, and we gave a long time, maybe too long, arguably, given the concentration camps. We gave a long time before we got engaged in that war. That was Roosevelt, your favorite guy, Mr. York. Well, we Roosevelt. got, we got, and, we and, but Ron, that's not my point. We isolation. My point is that you know, I'm, differentiating, I'm differentiating when our interests are at stake. He wasn't going to stop it at London. He, he was coming after us, right? So that's pretty clear. None of these other people. Are coming after us. Venezuela's not coming after us. Ukraine's not coming after us. Russia right now is not coming after us. And I kind of understand, honestly, if you study this Russian situation, I'm putting the bad guy, don't get me wrong, but the, the, the eastern part, the Donbass region, 
of Ukraine, was a part of Russia for a long, long time. He's claiming the Eastern Peace. You'll probably get the Eastern Peace. They're Russian-speaking. They identify as Russians. I don't think it's worth nuclear Armageddon or risking it with a, with a madman over you know Ukraine being uh, ruled by certain corrupt leaders in Ukraine, Zelensky, etc., or corrupt leaders in Russia. That's not that's not our fight. Now he's going to hit NATO countries. When he does that, then it's on. Right. So that's that why means, we have NATO. That means Mexico should take over Texas and Arizona, right? They occupy it. Well, if they yeah, could, they would. They, they ought to occupy it based they on be your back rationale they want to be here. that Russia We need to needs get them out of our country, Mr. York. Ukraine. We need to stop that border crossing. We worry about these wars, and our borders are porous. People are pouring over the borders all day long. Let's tend their own business. Let's just protect our borders. Put the military we, on the border. I don't care. We have tried iso- isolationism, and that's why we had December 7, 1941. Well, and there we go. No, we didn't. The Democratic Party is no, now the didn't. warmonger party. Neville, Neville Chamberlain, who, by the way, Democrat, get involved in things that could prevent uh, stuff Roosevelt from happening. Was. Tulsi Gabbard is right. The Democratic Party is now the warmonger party, and Mr. York just illustrated that for us. No, I'm, I'm not illustrating. I'm saying we need to protect ourselves, but we also need to be a global partner in stopping uh, uh, rash uh, attacks on other nations. There we go. The Democratic Party is now the, now the home of the warmongers. World's police officer. Yep. And, and my know, point, Ron, is better for them than they citizen. know for themselves, It's part of right? being a global citizen, my, like stopping hunger. It's my, part my, of being a global citizen. The, anybody who wants to rule the world, for, whether they be Hitler, a Republican neocon Bush type, or whether they be the present-day Democratic Party, there's no such thing as a good person wanting to rule the world or a good country wanting to rule the world. Anybody who wants to rule the world is evil, period. Talk to Putin. Putin doesn't. Putin doesn't. Putin can't even he's rule. A, he's a paper tiger, and he proved that in Ukraine. The good thing about Ukraine. Putin couldn't invade Vermont and win. Let's bye. Attend See the you tomorrow. Mayor debate at Columbia State this afternoon. Scott Specky, thanks for being with us. Always great. Happy